everybody. And welcome to That's Life, where we are gearing up for Coaster Halftime Show 2020. And just so you know, no one was injured or arrested during the making of that show. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I am Miriam L. Wallach, general manager here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And um, Traffic Cop is my second job, my side job, really, or at least that's what you see me doing in the Kosher Halftime Show uh, teaser video that we put out yesterday. Good morning, Yoni. So it's replaced, good morning, it's replaced blogger and writer. <laughs> like officially, is that, so now that's it's- very funny of Miriam you. L. Wallach. General manager and traffic, traffic cop. cop here at the Nahum Siegel Network. You know, that's a very good question that it you has ask. Flow there. It does. And frankly, um, I, I've done it more recently than blogging. So maybe, <laughs> right. maybe then yes, maybe I am doing this a little bit more frequently and, and I should, I don't know, add that to my resume. Who knows? Who knows? But um, it, there is... That was crazy. I mean, uh, listen, we're going to talk, I'm sure, a lot about the Kosher Halftime Show during the live lunch today and even more next week when we can talk about how the sausage was made. Yeah. And that's not a nod to A&H. They make wonderful sausage. They make amazing hot dogs and salamis. Is it better than the sausage we made? Do we make sausage? Well, I'm saying you said how the sausage was made. Well, I'm being I'm being figurative right. and literal both at this. I'm being, I'm being right, figurative anyway, and yeah. literal at the same time. <laughs> um, either way. Either way, um, the the making of this year's Kosher Halftime Show was a little bit like playing Frogger. And for those of you who are not old enough to have a clue what I'm talking about, then here's this. Google it. Google what Frogger looks like. That's what it was to record this, uh, to video this year's Kosher Halftime Show. Like uh, Seinfeld Frogger. You know that episode? Yes, it's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, you're impressed, I know. I'm stunned, actually. <laughs> um, but every time I have to cross Broadway, like where we were in Gotta Get a Bagel, sure. every time I have to cross that street, I feel like it's playing Frogger. And I'm stu- It's funny because the your stance against illegal U-turns... It has nothing to do with jaywalking. If they're both illegal, e- but frowned upon. Not really frowned upon. Totally, totally different. I mean, this is not even like no. I, it's, I, I might bring no. it up with Nahum. Go for we'll it. We'll see if it makes a live lunch. I, I listen. Anything that includes ragging on me makes the live lunch. Okay. Fair point. Yep. Yeah. So last year, last last year, last week, we talked about you and your cheating Houston Astros. Don't recall. Then you couldn't care less. Yep. This week, we're gonna just make fun of me. All right. All right. Game on. Um, and there's plenty of Super Bowl talk to go around. I'm sure we'll be discussing everyone's picks. The and, big game. The big That's game, yes, of course, and and their picks and their over-unders and all the things I don't understand that I'm sure I'll be mans- mansplained to during yeah. the live lunch as well. Will there be charts today as well, Yoni? Uh, I might get into the Venn diagrams. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so a shout-out then to the YU Max with a big game against Purchase this evening. Do you see the chart that's on there? Yeah, there? I see it's still up there. <laughs> I see what's up there, and I mean, I'm surprised, actually, that on the dry erase board, where we keep all our calendaric information and the schedule and whatever, you haven't erased it yet so that you can make more condescending charts for the old people (laughs) here in the studio. That you... Is there such a thing as young-splaining? Oh, slang-splaining? No, I think it's young-splaining. Somebody who thinks that they're young enough to explain something to the older people that they don't get because there's a generation gap. I hear I'm going to discuss it with my guests in a few moments, okay. but maybe, well, okay, yeah. right, maybe there's a thing called young explaining, or we're starting it today. Let's do the national holidays, or are we doing the fortune cookie first? It's your show, but I think we do the holidays. We do do the holidays first. Um, uh, by the way, I'm a little bit concerned about the fortune cookie, not just because you picked it. That's my weekly concern. It's different. 
Yes. First of all, the packaging is different. I don't know where it came from. Who updated the packaging? I don't know if it's updated or if it's a uh, a really old. Yeah. Oh. Or like or like we we ordered from somewhere and just didn't. What is it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, it, says on, wait a it says Golden Bowl Fortune oh. Cookie. Golden Bowl was the <laughs> name said, of the brand. I thought it said Golden Corral. I was like, no, what is wrong with you? No, no, no. Um, and why do they have fortune cookies? That was right. The second question. Right. I, I don't know what's happening here. If somebody rebranded the fortune cookies, don't mess with perfection. I'm going to have to check our stash. I think it was just the one rogue one. It came from somewhere else. So this is what you give me right before the airing of the Kosher Halftime Show is a rogue fortune cookie? We can't get the Chinese place under us to, to give us fortune cookies. We can't way. get the Chinese place <laughs> underneath us to do anything. That is correct. Um, that is irrelevant. Uh, but my concern about the fortune cookie, though you tried to derail my train of thought, and I appreciate it, yeah. is that we can't go to the guys on the corner because they're they're closed oh, to play these numbers. There's a famine. Oh, that's also true. Right. Like, I thought we're doing the holidays. We are. We are. We yeah, are. Let's yeah, do the yeah. holidays. First of all, it's National Croissant Day. Uh, croissant? Yeah. Oh, okay. Houston. Yeah. Croissant. Croissant. As, as they say <laughs> in your town. Um, it's also Inane Answering Message Day, which does bring up another Seinfeld reference. Mm. You don't know it? Which episode? For, uh, it's when George has um, it leaves it has a new message on his machine that goes to Great American Hero, which is a show you've never heard of nor yeah, seen. No. And he says, "Believe it or not, George isn't at home." He plays this whole song. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, one of my children does use that as their uh, their own voicemail message. I think I know which one. Which is a horror. Yeah. Um, it's also Thank Your Mentor Day. So I'm going to thank two people. Number one, I want to thank Nancy. Oh, no, no. no. I'm going to thank Dr. Nancy Vigetti, who was um, my master's thesis advisor at Brooklyn College when I was doing my master's cool. in English. So thank you, Professor Vigetti, also known as uh, Spaghetti Vigetti. That mm-hmm. was her nickname growing up, of course. Naturally. Right. Um, and I do want to thank Nahum Siegel, who ah, has been my mentor. I yeah, I know. I know. Um, he has been my mentor here in radio, obviously. Right. And if I have any skills, then it's because of him. And if I have no skills, it's also because of him. Right. There's that. So your skills on your resume, you just write C. Malcolm Siegel. I don't have a resume right. or any discernible <laughs> skills. We discussed that yesterday. Also, by the way, a mazel tov to the Finkelsteins on Hanan's bar mitzvah. That's a mazel tov to Avrami and Toby and Hanan Zev on his Ooh. bar mitzvah. Um, let's do the let's do the fortune. I was going to also um, remind everybody that today is my cousin Noam Eisenberg's birthday. And then I figured he'd kill me because he can't stand when people tag him on Facebook. Right. So feel free to go tag him on Facebook and wish him a happy birthday. Noam Eisenberg. Right. Right. It's the gift. I am the gift that keeps on giving. Here's the fortune. Exchanging compliments is intellectual back scratching. This is what you pick for me? Exchanging compliments is intellectual back scratching. I don't even know what that means. Uh, Yeah. I don't know They're what that cool. means. Okay. Um, maybe Ashley knows what that means. And so um, I'm going to have to turn to him because if anybody's going to be able to explain this, I have a feeling it's him. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. I am joined this morning by Ashley Blaker. Ashley Blaker is known for a number of, uh, of, a number of famous things. He is also um, one of the stars of this year's Kosher Halftime Show, but his new off-Broadway off show, opens this monday it's called guy friendly it's at the soho soho playhouse i don't know why i'm having trouble speaking this morning the soho playhouse and ashley blaker joins us this morning good morning ashley 
Hi, how are you? I am well. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thank you. And I appreciate you waiting. I apologize. It took me too long to get to you. I have a a whole bunch of questions for you. Mm -hmm. Um, But first off, you know, one of the things that you write about or that's written about in terms of the show is um, you had posted that you sincerely hope the show can use humor to break down walls and demystify Judaism to the outside world. Tell me how you hope that your show will be able to do just that. Um, well, because the, well, as the title suggests, it, the show is quite friendly. Uh, this came about, I was telling Nachum yesterday, this came about because I've got a show on the BBC. My producer, whose name's Steve Doherty, isn't Jewish, very nice man who's very talented producer. And I would often send him script and he would read it and say to me, and he once said to me, I love this. Can you make it a bit more goy friendly? And and I said to him, oh, I love that phrase. That's great. I'm gonna. Use, uh, can I can I steal that off you? I really want to use that for a title for a show. Um, and so the show is is uh, for everyone. Anyone can understand it. But it is about Judaism. It is about also Judaism. The story of the show is actually about my friendship with a comedian called Imran Yusuf, who is Muslim. We did a tour together. We spent a lot of time together in the car. And he was he'd never met like an Orthodox Jew before. He was fascinated by my life, wanted me to try and explain all of this stuff to him, didn't really understand it. And so the show is the story of this and how I came to try and explain Judaism to him. So essentially, if you're... So, you're, so the question you asked me uh, two hours ago about how <laughs> will I... Uh, how does it bring people together? Well, how does it demystify? That was what he said. How does it demystify? Well, because the whole story was about me demystifying Judaism to Imran. So the story of this show does the same thing. So so is Imran doing a show called Yid Friendly? Exactly, yeah. So, <laughs> um, that would, uh, yeah, maybe, well, I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, so, but I mean, I think the, the um, yeah, I mean, that's, I, I just think it was something that really interested me. You know, I did a show, you'll remember, Strictly Unorthodox, Sure. And off Broadway, five week run, which is very successful. But it was a, you know, it was a show for Jews, and and I think it's I like challenging myself. I always want to do something new. This is an all new show, and I really wanted to do something that could go. Okay, let's broaden it. Let's. It's a bigger challenge. I mean, it's, you know, it'd be easy for me to say, you know what, I'll I'll just play for Jews, and I can do jokes about. Isn't it funny how um, we do this funny thing and we do that funny thing, and everyone laughs. You know what? The funny thing is, as well, I get influenced often by other comedians as well. Like, and I, I saw, I won't say who it was because that would be, um, you, you'll see why I wouldn't want to say who it was. But I saw a comedy show not long ago in the summer. And I just thought, and I was watching it and I was thinking, you know what? You've got a Jew telling a room of Jews what it's like to be a Jew. And I just kind of thought, no, there's something so much more interesting that we could do here. Right, right. That's a great point. You're actually giving me three more questions to ask you just off okay. of this. So I, I guess my... my You're going to my... ask me who was that comedian. I'm not no, no, yet. but it, it does. That's funny. No, but I, I want to know who your like comedic heroes are. Are there... And, and I would hope that... Uh, this, is the, well, this is the question I get asked so many times in America that I dread being <laughs> asked. Uh, in, in, when I do interviews in America, because um, the, the the Venn diagram of um, comedians that British and American people have both heard of is the shaded area in between that we 
both know is incredibly small. Right. So and tell I me. Think, so besides John Cleese, I imagine John Cleese is in there. No. Well, he of people you've heard of. Yeah. Well, probably. But he's not a comedian, is he? I mean, he's an actor and writer and, and not a comedian. So of stand-up comedians. Honestly, the, the, all the comedians I like are British, and Americans haven't heard of them. They really mm. haven't. And American comedians, I don't know. I mean, my, the, the, the American comedians that I love the most, I would say, in terms of stand-up, probably would be Woody Allen. Really? Um, those stand-up years, um, things, that I, I, those seeds, you know, the moose and all of that stuff is brilliant. Um, you were talking about Seinfeld. I told you and you only talk about Seinfeld. Seinfeld's like my favorite TV show. I love the show, but I, there's never... I always found that I personally always did enjoy those stand-up bits. I was quite pleased when they stopped those bits. Um, it's funny because I saw I saw Jerry Seinfeld live last year, and mm-hmm. it brought and I laughed so hard that I cried. But I wonder, and this brings me to my next question: you know, talk about playing to your audience or speaking to people who speak your language. You know, not only is your show, as you say, guy friendly. And not only did you have to, did you did you design it so that it, it's yeah. open to all audiences, but it's also yeah. open to American audiences. Exactly, these are all changes, and and who have a different style of sense of humor. I, I, I maybe Jerry Seinfeld is too American for me. I don't know. It, it, the reason, look, music. We all like the same music. Uh, we all like the same movies, or we all like the same TV. The, that crossover is much bigger. Right. Comedy is is interestingly the arts. Comedy is probably the smallest crossover between what British like, what British audiences like and what American audiences like. We have different sense of humor. It's interesting. I did an interview for a paper um, last week and somebody asked uh, that the interviewer asked me, do you see yourself as the heir to like the Jewish comedians, mm. like the, the past and what have you, uh, you know, the, the kind of like this Borscht belt and all of that. Kind right. Of thing. And I said, honestly, I'm not, I don't view what I do as, Jewish comedy, and I'm not like a Jewish, I mean, I'm a comedian who's Jewish, but I, I don't, conf- you shouldn't confuse st- style and subject matter, you know, like, the, the, actually, there's not, there's a certain style, like, Woody Allen doesn't talk about Judaism, right. he never talks about Judaism, right. he talks about his therapist, and he talks about his wife, <laughs> and he talks about this, that, and the other, but he's so Jewish, right. whereas actually, I talk about Judaism, but I'm not in that style. And probably more, I, if you said to me, well, what style are you? I mean, I probably got more in common with, say, John Oliver. But mm. he, talks about, he talks about Trump. I talk about Judith. But that's subject, <laughs> not style. Right. No, I, I hear that. You're a, you're a Jewish guy who happens to, or you're a comedian who happens comedian to be Jewish. You're talking about this subject. I'm, I'm going to approach it, but I could, I could talk about a different subject and it would have the same style. Right. No, that's I hear that. And I think that's an important point. I hear um, that's a, that's actually a great point. It's not just an yeah. important point. It's a great point. Guy right. friendly. Like Jerry Seinfeld's a very, you know, his style is that very observational. It's very, you know, it's a, that's, yeah, it's a and, style. Right. And he's also very physical in his delivery. There's there's so much of his body that he is using when he's delivering a joke. But when I'm sitting there listening to, you know, watching Seinfeld either as a, you know, as a show and then watching him on stage, you know, I wonder how he plays in Dayton, Ohio. I wonder what, you know, are is his humor to New York? Is his humor to Jewish New York where, you know, that's probably said that of the TV show and yet it became the. You know the most popular show ever. So Correct. So there's some weird reason people kind of took to it. So, exactly. Um, exactly. You can only assume they did. Look, you reach a level in Jerry Seinfeld. You know, it's like uh, please come by me. It's 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 you know you reach that level 
mm-hmm. and I see it with a lot of comedians, where the, the audience, you know, they're, they're such big fans and they love you and really anything you say, right? I don't literally anything you say, you laugh. But like, if if Seinfeld says it and then a guy who you've literally never heard of said it, you, your reaction would be very, very different. Correct. Well, I agree with you. Amir Tashem by you, as we would like to say, right? Yeah. Amen, amen. <laughs> amen. But like, yeah, no, so you reach that point. So I, I think you have, so so again, when he goes to Dayton, Ohio, but when he goes anywhere in the country, if he's playing in Alabama, I'm not sure if he ever does, but, um, you know, it's it's still, it's Jerry Seinfeld off it the is. TV. And, and uh, you, you are kind of, programmed in a kind of Pavlovian way to, to laugh. Right. Um, and Ashley Blake... My show's is very... Di- yes, my show's very different anyway. So my show's got a, a, a big narrative as well. So it's really a narrative story. Um, and actually, compared to the other show, it's a real theater piece. Um, if I was going to criticize my last show, uh, my last off-border show, which I do, I'm a very big self-critic. And I'm, always, I'm one of those people who always think that... I always think what I'm doing at the moment is really good and then... When I move on to the next thing, I look back and go, oh, I, I can do better. Um, the, the last show was a very much more of a stand-up-y type show mm. that could be done in a... I could do it in a club or what have you. But this show is a real theater piece. It's actually funnier. It's got more jokes. It's really... I think it offers a laugh every 15, 20 seconds, probably. But it's a real theater piece. It's... You know, I'm not doing any... There's no... There's no audience interaction in this show. There's no, hey, where are you from? Oh, you're from the Five Towns. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're not, you're not going to be hearing any of that in this show. This is, you know, this is a, a real um, theater piece. got lighting changes set. Um, yeah, it's, it's much more of a, a proper theater experience. And the show begins this Monday night. That I mean, is, Monday, yeah. That is, I mean, it's the night after the airing of the Kosher Halftime Show 2020s. Yeah, which I was very excited to uh, make with uh, you and uh, Nachum and, and Mayer. Yeah. yeah, no, it was, your contribution was great. And in the early edits that I've seen, I mean, I am, I laughed. Right, Do I look okay? I don't look too fat. No, no, no. no. The, ca- the camera on you somehow or another avoided putting on 15 pounds. Everyone yeah. else looks a little puffy. Somehow or another, okay. you, the Brit, you look great. Okay, um, okay good. Yeah, but That's we... That's I don't use pounds. I use stones. <laughs> AshleyBlaker.com is where you can find information about yeah, Ashley. Soho, Soho, yeah, I'll Soho Playhouse. Right, Soho... I mean, my website just clicks through to the thing anyway. So Soho Playhouse, you can phone... Um, uh, 212-691-1555. And when I was on Nuckham show yesterday, I mentioned a code. You can use the code H-A-B-S. If you go to SohoPlayhouse.com and use the code H-A-B-S for an exclusive discount. Oh, fabulous. So you can go to SohoPlayhouse.com. And again, shows are um, at 7.30 p.m. There are matinees on Wednesdays. Matinees on Wednesdays and Sundays. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the show is 90 minutes straight, correct? Uh more like, yeah, 80 to 90, yeah. 80 so, to yeah, 90 no, minutes straight. No, 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 no. Well, it's certainly, uh, I'm, uh, we're already planning. I mean, in this office, right. we're already planning to come to a matinee. I mean, you know, it's it's an it, it makes the Lower East Side for the first time ever a good location for something. Otherwise, yeah. there is no reason, <laughs> there is nothing yeah. good about schlepping down here. But you're a mile and a half away from here. That's doable. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yes, you can walk. Yeah, yeah can walk. sure. On a beautiful day, across canal. And, yeah. Exactly, Ashley. I don't know if you know who I work with, but they're not the most of the walkers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. No, so I'm we're sure. going to probably cab it. But either way, I'm looking forward. Can I? Do you mind? I have a few minutes left. I really want to ask oh. you about your writing process because I'm yeah, fascinated. Yeah. I'm honestly fascinated by people who can write 
humor because I can be funny by accident, but I have no idea what it means to write a joke. And a very good friend of mine who's been a, who I've known for a long time writes in writes in Hollywood and she has written for a number of very, very successful sitcoms and has an Emmy. And she and I have discussed it. I can't tell you how many times where she explains to me what it's like to sit down in the writer's room with a big table of, 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 of writers and going through the process of writing a funny script. I mm-hmm. don't, and, and conceptually, I don't get it. I don't know how to be funny on purpose. Tell me what it looks like for you when you sit down to write a bit. Mm. Um, well, I mean, every, uh, you know, every, every experience is slightly different. Certainly a writer's room, those things are very different to, to what I do for like, let's say, writing on my own, a show like this. Um, so the way I write... You know, it can be, it can be, again, it can also be different for, depending on what I do. But, like, if you talk about this show, I will sit down and, and collate lots of little thoughts. But then I'll actually have a, a narrative that I want to, to have and kind of I'll write it out. And then what I'll do is, is I'll look at it and how funny it is and then basically go back through drafts. And in a way, what I tend to do is I'll overwrite the first draft, but it'll actually also have fewer jokes. So with subsequent drafts, well, let's say, and I think actually, funny enough, writers' rooms often work in the same way, actually. So I think what happens in writers' rooms, they, they work kind of differently, but often one person writes and then the room kind of adds to it. What I'm doing, paradoxically, is both cutting down and adding at the same time. Mm. I'm essentially taking, like, the first draft of the current show was over two hours, but had fewer jokes in it. And what I'm doing is I'm cutting it down, going, well, that, that bit is not that funny. I can take it out. And then I've got this bit, but actually it's got only two laughs in it, and I really would love to get it up to five laughs mm. or add three things. You know, and it's just kind of constantly, it's a constant process. And I work with some really good people. I mean, as, as you'll see in the Playbill, uh, which your name is in the Playbill. I know. I want to thank you for you that. Need come, you need to come and just get your copy of it it's so classy of you it was really so classy of you i really appreciate it i have to thank you so you'll see names of some other people um there's one person in particular i work with called steve hall who what one thing he's brilliant at is is spotting and i sometimes just can't find it myself he'll read read bits and actually spot where the extra jokes can go wow i usually write them sometimes he might suggest something something i might use it i'll just write something different but he, he can just say you know, in between those two sentences, you should offer a laugh in between those two sentences because it, you, you, you should and could do something there. What an unbelievable, uh, what an unbelievable skill set. I mean, yeah, it's a weird thing. And, and it's yeah. very, very good at that. And sometimes I, I can't spot them myself. And yeah, I had this bit. I, um, I think I was telling nothing this uh, last week was that I, I had this bit where I just mentioned the five books of Moses, like you say, the Torah, the five books of Moses. And then I kind of move on. And, and he, he, he said, no, no, there, the five books of Moses, there, there's, a, there's definitely something to be had there. And in the end, I've added, I think, three or four extra laughs. There. Wow. Um, well, I, I, yeah, I have to tell you, I really... I constant. I really, look, I really look forward to laughing and crying from laughter when we please God come well, to see so. you <laughs> next week. Can you? I have a listener who wrote, um, who who asks to rem, to for a uh, a reminder of what the promo code is. It's Habs H A B S. H A B is in boy S. Yes. Great. Hotel Alpha Bravo C 
Sierra. <laughs> or Siegel, as the case may be. Ashley Blakert, thank you so much for joining me again. Everybody can go to Soho Playhouse and get your tickets there. The show begins February 3rd. It goes through the 23rd. It is guy-friendly, literally and figuratively. It yeah, is guy-friendly. And, 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 yeah, and if you have you know, your, your non-Jewish neighbor, um, your, your co-worker, bring them along. This, you know, I, I, I think it's a great opportunity to do that. I certainly agree, and I look forward to seeing you next week. And right. again, thank Thanks. you for your participation Thanks. in the Kosher Halftime right. Show. We really appreciated right. it. All right, have a good day. Have a good Shabbos. Thank you. Good Shabbos to you. You've been listening right. to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. And yes... <coughs> Excuse me, the Kosher Halftime Show airs this Sunday night at 8 p.m. Don't watch whatever the big game has going on. Watch what we have going on for you. Today's programming continues right after the show. It's the beginning of the live lunch starting at 11 o'clock, hosted by Nachum Siegel. You never know what's going to happen around here, so don't miss a minute of content for the rest of the day. The Arab Shabbos Show, hosted by Mark Zomik, brought to you by Kedem. Starts at 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Join Nahum tomorrow morning as he hosts JM and the AM from 6 to 9 a.m. At the conclusion of JM and the AM, Naomi, table for two. And stay tuned as you hear the encore of the Arab Shabbos show, followed by the Kedem Arab Shabbos music mix up until candlelighting here in the New York area. Avrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull this Motzei Shabbat, 9 p.m. Matis hosts JM Sunday, Sunday starting at 7 A.M. And of course, as we've been mentioning, Nahum will be interviewing Barry Weiss at Eichler's in Borough Park this Sunday, starting at one o'clock. We will be airing that audio on NahumSiegel.com, and you can watch it all on Facebook. There will be a number of interviews, plus Barry Weiss um, from the New York Times. She will be uh, involved in a Q and A with Nahum and with questions that have been posted or presented by audience members in the store. So you should join us in Eichler's in Borough Park this Sunday from 1 to 3 or watch us on Facebook or listen on NahumSiegel.com. It is certainly, certainly poised to be a fascinating conversation. And then 8 p.m., don't miss a minute of the Kosher Halftime Show 2020. And for that, we turn to Shebuchol by Simcha Liner. He stars in this year's show along with a number of other notables, including Ashley Blaker. A shout-out to Arya Kunzler, who also makes a cameo in this year's show. And our thanks to Mayor Kay and his team, including Shimmy Sokol, for what is going to be the best production yet. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys.
Oh, yeah. 